What I've really learned being here through the Revelation Wellness Instructor Training is just being able to be free to be me and have fun. Growing up, um, I didn't have a lot of fun growing up. I mean, I had some fun, but it was always about performance-based. Growing up, I loved playing sports, but I was not good at it, but it was something I genuinely enjoyed. And my stepdad had pulled me aside one day and told me that I was not good at it, that I was wasting my time, I was wasting money, and that I was never gonna be good at sports. So I just hung it up at that point, never played again. And being here in instructor training, one of the instructors had pulled me aside on Monday and she said she had a word of the Lord for me. And I was like, okay, great. And she had told me that she saw me with a bat and glove and it immediately got my attention. She said she saw me as a young child and God was standing there and telling me that he just wants me to have fun, that he wants to play catch with me, he wants to play ball with me, and that it's not about how good I am, it's not about what I do, it's just about having fun, being free, and just being me, playing with the Father. And that really resonated with me and I quickly realized that I, it's always been performance-based for me. It's always been about accomplishing the next mission, getting from point A to point B to point C. Always about getting to the next level, getting to the next rep, and it was never about having fun doing it. And then coming here in instructor training, I realized that it's all about fun. We only have so much time here on this earth and, and God really wants us to genuinely have fun while we're here, but advance the kingdom at the same time. And I want to be able to take the training, the tools that I've learned here, take it back to Thailand with me and show people that they can have fun while getting fit at the same time. And more importantly than getting fit, really getting whole, being healed, and really being the, getting to the full potential and being who God genuinely wants them to be. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of the Revelation Wellness Podcast. My name is Elisa Keaton. Very thankful for the testimony there that was shared. We love testimony around here. We love testimony and this is a testimony of instructor training, how it changes lives. It's such an honor to get to be a part of any transformational work that the Lord does. And it's not that he doesn't do it in any other place than instructor training, but he does it in a really magnificent, holistic way. So if you are thinking about it, next class is starting in mid-August. Don't delay. So today, um, go to the website, download a packet, revelationwellness.org, become an instructor. That's what you do. Or you can just hit the show notes and I'll, I'll take you right over there, okay? Today I'm doing something a little different. To be honest with you right now, I am sitting on a couch. <laughs> I'm sitting on a couch near the ocean. Uh, last week I was, we were unable to get a podcast to you. It's summer around here and I am away from my usual routine in the recording studio, but I didn't want to wait another week to come and get you moving. I know how these, um, how I, I think we hear from many of you that you really look forward to them and I, I wanted to to come and and serve you but here's how it's gonna be different today I will not be on a spin bike okay so right now you are probably moving your body warming up in some way uh, what we are gonna do in this time is something a little different so I have a question do you trust me okay you, I hope you said yes are you gonna get on, are you willing? I'm gonna talk to all my my type A's, my maybe overachievers today. Do you trust me? <laughs> okay. All right, you're like, Elisa, you're sitting on a couch. 
So what are you gonna ask us to do? Because it might not translate. No, it's going to, trust me on this. I wanna, tr I wanna train you holistically. Again, I'm always up after this mind-body connection, heart-mind-soul strength, heart-mind-soul strength. So as you move your body today in this Revving the Word episode, I'm gonna do a little experiment with you called Cut Through. There's a book called Heart Math. Um, it's really cool, it's really interesting. It basically talks about the intelligence of the heart. I'm into, I'm kind of a, I'm, I, you know what, I'm a layman science geek. I never thought I'd like science, but now I really like it. Of course, I stay rooted in the gospel, but there is faith and there is reasoning. There's a way where God, I mean, gravity itself is a, a law God put into motion. We can prove it, it's tested, and it's true. Now, science is often trying to prove things that takes us away from God. I want to use science that draws you near to the coolness, the, the, the magnificent, the wonder of God. So our hearts have intelligence and we're trying to get our heart and our mind to be wise and smart and work cohesively, coherently together. I promise you, everyone, we could get this heart mind to just do that, that transformation, the transference of information. Um, what is, what are the thoughts that I'm having and what am I feeling and letting them integrate you guys, your body, your finances, your relationship, everything else is going to ah, fall into place. Okay. So today while we're moving, I'm going to study some scripture. We're going to meditate on some things. There will come times when I'm going to say to you, stop. And when I say stop, I want you to literally stop. It's going to make you crazy because you're going to want to keep moving. I just want you to stop. Put your hands by your side, open your heart and breathe. Just breathe, breathe through the nostril as much as you can. So try and rest your lips together. If you're working really hard, that might be hard to do, but the whole hope is that you can begin to rest your jaw, rest your mouth, rest your lips together and breathe through the nostrils. When, when Adam was formed, God breathed into his nostrils. It's interesting, he didn't breathe into his mouth. He breathed into his nostrils because the mouth needs to be closed because life can happen when the mouth is closed. We can take deep breath in. So we're gonna do that today. We're gonna cut through. We're gonna get to some heart-mind connection. I don't know, we're just gonna play. Does that sound good? We'll have fun together? Okay, all right. Thank you to all of our, our monthly partners on mission with us who make this podcast possible. We hope if this is blessing you, you'd consider becoming a partner with us and not just a the distant fan following. Come on in this mission with us. All right, are we ready? We're gonna get the playlist going in three, two, one, play. Okay. So relax your jaw. This is so weird for me not to be moving. I've done these podcasts before, but I'm gonna enjoy it. It's gonna be, this is uncomfortable for me. <laughs> so when I'm asking you guys to stop, hey, just so you know, I'm only gonna ask you, you'll stop for maybe 30 seconds, maybe up to two minutes, maybe, maybe. Just let me surprise you, okay? This is not about the calorie count. I've said it a million times and I'll say it again. 
if we can get this this thing inside of us the soul spirit mind heart working you don't need to count the calories you don't need the heart rate monitor to tell you work hard again unless you're going to be an athlete unless you're going to the olympics but i'm just trying to get you fit for daily life okay so relax your jaw relax your shoulders relax breathe lift the corners of your mouth so lord we're so grateful thank you god we come here because you do something we move our bodies we hear a tempo and a beat mm. thank you for music god thank you god that Although our circumstances are big, you're bigger. You're bigger. Everyone say that. You're bigger. So we're going to move ourselves closer to your heart right now, God. We thank you. Thank you for your word. I pray that your word would transcend our logic. <laughs> that it would fill the logic and then transcend it. Take us higher, God. Take us higher. In Jesus' name, amen. Nice, easy pace right now. I am not going to tell you to push, pull today. I'm going to let you kind of set that yourself, but I am going to tell you when to stop. And when you stop, actually, I might to some pushes and some intervals for you so let's hold that loosely but when I tell you to stop just breathe and I will give you an assignment or something to meditate upon in the stop but it'll be silent I will stop the music I will stop everything so that you can just be present to your breath and to the thought so easy pace right now Look around. It's a great day. Even if it's raining or it's overcast, you're upright. You are upright. You're not laying down in a bed. We're so blessed. We're blessed people. All right. Exodus 3, 21 to 22. Mm. This is God talking to the Israelites, getting them ready to leave captivity. This is all they've known. Bondage, captivity, slavery. And he says to Moses, And I will give this people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. And when you go, you shall not go empty. But each woman shall ask of her neighbor and any woman who lives in her house for silver and gold jewelry and for clothing. You shall put them on your sons and daughters so you shall plunder the Egyptians. All right, let's pull this apart a little bit. Two things stick out to me right away. That favor doesn't require a fight. Favor doesn't require a fight. Do you see how he says, I'm going to give you favor in the sight of the Egyptians. 
And when you go, you won't go empty, but each woman you'll ask of your neighbor. He doesn't say you'll rip them off, you're gonna steal from them in the middle of the night, you're gonna need to get a little crafty. No, it's so crazy. He says, but you'll ask of your neighbor and any woman who lives in her house for silver and gold jewelry and for clothing. And then we put them on our sons and daughters. So you shall plunder the Egyptians. He tells the Israelites to go ask for what they need. Ask from the enemies, the people that have oppressed you. You'll turn and you're going to ask them. But see, it's my favor. God's saying, it's my favor. Favor, you guys. Pick up your pace a little bit and just see yourself running into the delight of his heart, the favor you have in the Father. Keep it up. Nice little sped up pace. The word favor, it's a beautiful word. It is connected to graciousness, pleasant, precious, elegance, acceptance, well favored, kindness. It is connected to grace, grace in all directions. This is why God was gracious even in the Old Testament. Graciousness, the graciousness of God rests on those who love Him. Not perfectly. You don't serve Him, love Him perfectly, but you continue to turn your gaze towards Him. Good, pull back a little bit on your pace. And now stop. Good job. Did you breathe through the nose? Did you keep breathing through the nose? Did you just receive that gift? Grace, unmerited favor. The word itself means unmerited favor. When you weren't even looking at him, he was looking at you. When you didn't know a verse or a song to sing, he was speaking words over you and singing a song over you. In the sight of your enemies, God gives you favor. Favor does not require a fight. On a scale of 1 to 10 right now and how you're feeling, I encourage you to be about a 7. 1 being laying down in bed, 10 being all-out effort. 
Now, I hope you enjoyed that breathing, just resting and letting the favor of God fall upon you. And honestly, that's all I'm going to ask you to do. The next time I say stop, I want you to let the favor in your heart, the delight in your heart, that, you know, your heart is just like, oh, you see a good movie, you hear a good song, it makes you cry. It's not your mind that has that able ability to emote. Your mind processes the information and then the availability of the beauty of the heart, the smartness of the heart goes, oh, that's amazing. You take the information, it processes and it hits a place and you can access even sadness or sorrow or delight, all the, all the good places you can access for the knowledge of the emotion. The mind puts all the emotions, gives a meaning. How about that? The emotions are going to happen. The mind gives meaning. That's why we need them both to talk to one another. So the next time I tell you to stop, I want you to, in the delight of God's favor, that you are favored, that God has given you favor in the sight of your enemies. And so much so that He is constantly dressing you. I want to see you see yourself being dressed in gold, silver, and fine clothing from heaven to earth. It fits you perfectly, custom made, tailor made to fit you in God's graciousness, His kindness, His love for you. Pick up your pace a little bit, just a little bit. Move towards an eight. Favor doesn't require a fight. Draw your shoulders down. Let your tailbone weight down a bit, so try not to let it tuck behind you. Try and engage the front body, the core, so the tailbone drops down a bit. The abs are engaged, the feet are light. Use the arms to release the tension in the shoulders, relax the fingers. At an eight, you probably have your mouth open to breathe. You might be able to try just resting your lips together for a few breaths, but then it has to pop open to breathe. And I will give this people favor. You already have it. Move up towards an eight and a half. Not comfortable, but not terrible. So God says we have this type of favor. Why do we have such a hard time operating from it? Move back towards an eight. Why do we have such a hard time operating from favor? Ask the spirit that's supposed to teach you all things, lead you into all truth. Why do you have such a hard time operating in favor, from favor? And instead fighting for favor. 
Oh, just repent. Just say, I'm tired of trying to earn it, God. I'm coming to you and I'm asking. Good job. Shake it out. I know it's hard to stay still, isn't it? But really, on no rules here. The whole point, I don't want you to miss the opportunity to just cut through. So I talked about the, the heart math. It's a great book about the heart intelligence. And it, it's just really the ability to know your emotions, feel your emotions, and then to cut through, to stop, feel, think, give some meaning, relative to context, like just to reason. And that's what you're doing in that moment, in that time. And then just breathing through the nostrils. Remember, I assigned it to you. Try to rest. You're trying. It's going to feel uncomfortable. If you're at an eight, eight and a half, you're trying to get the mouth to rest, the jaw to relax, and breathe through the nose. Ask the Lord to take everything you're doing here and if you struggle with depression, anxiety, fear, shame, you just kind of feel like an emotional roller coaster some days, that this becomes a way that you can make it tangible. That in your, your DNA, I'm just declaring it right now, asking God, would you use this workout, God, to heal our minds, move stuff through our bodies, that we have new abilities, that we have new function, that we function in a new way in our life. That we function from favor, graciousness, kindness, goodness, that you are delighting upon us even when it seems dark, dingy, dim, heavy. That your song would rise up in us and we would shut our mouths, relax our shoulders, lift our chest, lift our heart, and breathe. Repeat after me. I am royalty. I don't need to fight. I only need to ask. I don't need to demand. I only need to delight. Keep going. You can be at a seven, a six, just easy movement again.
Repeat this. <laughs> I am dressed in all the plunder the enemy thought he could have. I'll say that again. I am dressed in all the plunder the enemy thought he could have or thought he could steal or thought he stole. I am dressed in all the plunder the enemy thought he stole. He has to give it back. You know what releases the grips of the enemy? The name Jesus. He's like a fainting goat. Have you ever seen those? Go YouTube. Fainting goats. When you say the name Jesus, boom, he has to fall. It's why when in the Garden of Gethsemane, when Jesus said, when the soldiers came and were looking for Jesus and said, we're looking for him, he said, I am he, boom, they all fall down. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? The favor you have is that you know this Savior and you know his first name. You're on a first name basis. This is favor. The enemy has to release his grip. Name of Jesus. Go up to your steady working pace that feels comfortable, uncomfortable. No striving. If you feel, notice it right now. Would you pay attention to it? Just, are you working off last night's meal? Are you? Are you running away from the hecticness of your life or your home? Are you trying to escape the sadness of a relationship? It's okay. This is heart. This is heart intelligence. That's okay. Can you recognize that? your royalty you don't need to fight for favor choose delight no demands choose delight you only need to ask Here's something someone needs to know is you no longer have to wring your hands anymore worried if you have enough to pay, if you have enough for what is to come. You do not need to worry and wring your hands. I will give this people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. And when you go, you shall not go empty. When you go free, you don't go empty. But each woman shall ask of her neighbor and anyone, any woman who lives in her house for silver and gold jewelry and for clothing. 
just ask authority the favor of God is is your authority stay seated ask for what you need Good job. <laughs> All right, the next time we have a stop, a, a cut through moment. The only assignment you have is to open your palms, open your heart, try and get your breathing to come just through your nose, relax. Just feel what you're feeling. Just feel. Ask yourself, how do I feel? That's all, that's your next assignment when it comes. So I love how in this scripture, God's talking to Moses and to the people that they just are going to leave with favor. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they probably did not believe any of this, right? They had to have been thinking, are you crazy? <laughs> we're going we're gonna to just get their stuff. They're just going to give it to us. Mm -hmm. Yes. I love it when God directs us to do something so bizarre. Trust that, friends. Trust that. And I would say be so bold as to ask for more opportunities in life where it is that. Because we're constantly trying to make sense of everything. I've told, I've said it a million times, Google and all these resources we have will research ourselves into our reasoning, right? We don't just... And I just think that's where God's going to do more bizarre things. He's going to request some crazy things. We're going to go, oh, <sighs> okay. But I love that these were people in bondage. They were ready, right? They were ready. I'm sure scared. We know that. They're going to spend 40 years scared wringing out their fear in the wilderness. 
but the first thing God wants them to do is to collect the plunder and take their favor. Not earn it. Nope. They've done nothing. They've just been slaves. He says, no, I'm going to give you favor. You're going to get some provision here. And you're just going to take it. You're going to go ask for it. You're going to exercise your manners. <laughs> just ask for it. And then the word says, you shall put them on your sons and daughters. The silver, the gold, the jewelry, the clothing. Put them on your sons and daughters. Oof. What a picture. Keep moving your feet. Consider yourself again in your own work zone. Your own steady work zone. Whatever feels good to you. You can be a five. Whatever. This is not a striving workout. I've just pushed you a little bit here and there. This is... I don't even think I'll title this really an interval workout. Optional. You shall put them on your sons and daughters. Let's just think this through for a minute. Now, for some of you don't have children, but here's what I know. You're a child. <laughs> you may not have children, but you are a child. And I love that God has such a high view of children. He says, dress them. Because your sons and daughters are my sons and daughters. And we know it's true that we tend to be able to do for our children maybe what we could never do for ourselves. I know the reason I'm here doing this is for a legacy. that there'd be something to pass on. That maybe where I saw barren land, my children will only see harvest. Huh? Come on, can I get an amen? Put them on your sons and daughters. Put value on your sons and daughters. Put honor on your sons and daughters. Dress them because the world will try to undress them. The world will constantly try to rip and strip. Dress them. Put on the ring. Put on the robe. Put on the crown. Put on the gold. I love that. And I just don't think these Israelites were thinking, well, how come I'm not getting dressed? I bet they were... I mean, think about it. They were leaving bondage, probably very afraid. Very filled with fear. But if they could say, we're leaving, we're going. I'm sure everyone was afraid. H how are we doing this? Where are we going? Right? But for the parents to say, put on this gold, put on this silver, it's going to be so good. Mom, Dad, where did you get this? We got it from the neighbor. <laughs> God's with us. God's leading us. It's going to be okay. Put them on your sons and daughters. If you can't dress yourself, put it on your sons and daughters.
stop. Well done. <laughs> you can just stand there still and worship sing. He's dressing you. Everything that the enemy stole, the cross took it all back, all of it. Everything the enemy has, he, he's, it's on layaway to him. He doesn't own anything. God got it all back took it all back. Defeated shame, death, fear, all of it. That's why when we wear those things, when we wear counterfeit gold, counterfeit, Jesus says, give it back. Put the real thing on. <laughs> Amen. So good. So good. Favor. Graciousness. Kindness. It's who he is. It's who he is. You can start to cool down now. Just pull back. Well, I'm not breathless. <laughs> it's so weird. But honestly, I'm just as moved. I'm sitting here completely met by the Lord too. So thanks. Thanks for letting me come at you this way. And who knows, maybe I'll do more of this. I guess what I'm saying is it doesn't matter. The word is the word and when we come together press in something cracks open every time so as you're cooling down I want to encourage you guys spend more time in the upper chambers of your heart you know the chamber every heart it has four chambers left ventricle left atrium right ventricle right atrium high and low and just think of it as the upper places of your heart. It's the elevated places, the place where, you know, for every action, there's an opposite, right? There's an opposite reaction. For every motion, there's an opposite motion. For every emotion, there's an opposite emotion. So we, it is light, dark, right? 
it's true. That's just how everything can be looked at. There's also, there's a, a, a void place, a place where you feel no emotion and that's dangerous. That's where we, people tend to do painkillers so they feel nothing. Remember, you can't numb pain without also numbing joy. So it's good to feel your life, to be awake to your life. Notice when you're like, I feel like I just feel kind of stagnant. Maybe you're just on social media too much. Maybe you're on your phone too much. Maybe if you feel kind of blase and numb, you've been doing too much of an artificial life. You have real life to live. Go out and make real connection with people. Say hello to someone at the store. Strike up a conversation. Go take a hike. Go jump in cold water. Like come alive, feel something. Cause that's what we all really want to do is we want to feel. So feeling those higher vibrations, that higher elevation, the upper chambers of the heart. Spend more time in the upper chambers of the heart because that's where all the riches of your soul are found. It's what you're made for. It's the why that the Holy Spirit says, lift your chin, lift your head, lift your head, O gates, lift, raise up. God, He can't put a crown on the head if someone is looking down. <laughs> And I love that, I think, I don't know, I heard a sermon once where it's like, it says that we'll cast our crown at Jesus' feet and all he'll do is keep putting it back on our head and then we'll cast it and he'll put it back on our head and we'll cast it and he'll put it. Isn't that cool? It's true. So we bow, he lifts our head. We bow, he lifts our head. It's super fun. So when I'm in the upper chambers of the heart, my head is lifted. And when something comes to cut off that favor or hurt me or try to keep me from believing optimistically, I have to bow my head. I need some thought, I need a high thought, I need help. And when I bow my head, the crown falls at his feet and he puts it back on my head with a higher upper chamber of my heart thought. No, faith believes all things, love believes all things, endures all things, hope all things. Love is patient, love is kind. God has cast this sin as far as the east is from the west. The battle belongs to the Lord. I will look to the things that are unseen because it's the things that are unseen that are eternal. That the favor of God rests upon me. The favor and the sight of my enemies. That he who sets his mind on Christ has peace and life. All this and that lifts me up and I can begin to walk in, back into the world, back into my circumstances as a son or a daughter and no longer a slave. This is what Exodus 3, 21, 22 is saying. You're no longer slaves now. Your sons, your daughters, go ask for the plunder. Ask for what you need. And then put it on, sons and daughters. Put it on. So Lord, we thank you. Thank you for these cut through moments, these moments where we're just gonna breathe, we're gonna close our mouth, and we're gonna lift our head, bow our head to have it lifted, Lord. We love you. Show us greater revelation of your favor, God. Just rest on us with the favor, God. We can't go after something that you've already given us. 
greater rising up inside of us. Revive us. Bring revival. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, friends. Hey, don't forget, August 24th, 25th, I'm going to be in Franklin, Tennessee. I hope to see you there. My friend JJ Heller and myself, I really hope to see you there. And I hope this blessed you beyond measure. You sure do bless us. Have a great day. Peace.